Hi, I'm Ethan, I love muzzleloading, and this is your muzzleloading news for the week. Recently, the summer issue of American Frontiersman magazine came out, and it is all focusing on muzzleloading and early American firearms. This is some great exposure for the muzzleloading community, and I think is riding on the coattails of the surge in muzzleloading enthusiasm that we're seeing all across the country right now. Mike Bellevue of Duelist 1954 has a great article in this month's magazine about smoothbore accuracy, so be sure to check this out. I believe this magazine is on newsstands, so you should be able to find it just about everywhere. You can also visit the website. We'll have a link in the description below to read some of the articles from the magazine and uh, purchase the single issue if you're interested in some of this muzzleloading press that we're seeing. If you're interested in muzzleloading table shoot competitions, mark your calendar. The Bryan Station Muzzleloaders Club at Wilmore, Kentucky has added two more table shoots to their match structure for the year. They'll ho be hosting the first on July 25th and the second on November 28th. These matches will start at noon and payout will either be on the string measure or match money as determined on the day of the shoot. So if you're not familiar with the muzzleloading table matches, look up some of the YouTube videos out there. It's really, I think, kind of a, a holdover from the early days of precision muzzleloading where it's just a single shot on a single target in a single relay. And um, it's, it's measured with calipers and, or with a string <laughs> to see who is closest to the X. And it's kind of a cousin to the chunk gun matches that you see with the, you know, the fancy hats, the bib overalls, kind of in the Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee regions. Really interesting and really fun match structure. Like everything with muzzleloading competition, these matches can go from kind of a beginner level where you see people shooting these matches with a Traditions or with a Thompson Center Hawken, all the way up to people building custom rigs exclusively for these matches. So check out some of the videos out there on YouTube and, uh, and maybe try it out. This past June was the National 4-H Shooting Sports Competition. So 4-H competitors from all over the country traveled in to compete in a variety of shooting sports all offered by the 4-H program. What we're gonna focus on here obviously is the muzzleloading aspect because the muzzleloading part of this was pretty big. They had a lot of competitors from most of the states and uh, one of the shooters was actually recognized by Schutzen Powder as one of their kind of sponsored or, or supported shooters. Schutzen and Swiss Black Powder wanted to congratulate their local 4-H champion, Julia Davis, and the Texas team. This week, the Texas team went to Nebraska to compete in the 4-H Nationals. Julia Davis came home with a first place in the 50-yard target and an overall third place in the nation. She competed against 72 total shooters and her team placed fifth in the Nationals. So this is really fantastic. I'm a big fan of seeing stuff like this especially seeing one of the major powder distributors for the country supporting a 4-H shooting sports competitor. I participated in the muzzleloading shooting sports in my local area and seeing this program grow over the last two years has been fantastic. It's great to see the competition alive and well there in Nebraska. Some more match coverage here for this summer. The Wolf Creek Cap Snappers are gonna be hosting a summer muzzleloading match on August 22nd in Chester Hill, Ohio. This is 15 bucks to enter. They have 10 matches, three places for each match. No scopes, patch round ball only, $2 contest fee on target reviews. The person with the most points at the end of the shoot will win 500 bucks. Cash money, walking away just because you're good at shooting with a muzzleloader, that's pretty cool. Bring your own tables and covers to load from. The range will open Saturday evening from five to seven for practice. For questions, you can contact John Wogan and we'll also have a link in the description to the Wolf Creek Cap Snappers Facebook page where you can find out some more information. If you're in Tennessee and looking to test the metal with your modern long range inline muzzleloader, I really encourage you to check out the Tennessee Inline Championship. On August 20th and 21st, the Chilowee 
I think. <laughs> Rod and Gun Club in Athens, Tennessee is gonna be hosting this match. This is a really well-managed match, and it's starting to draw a crowd for the region, which is really exciting. We're starting to see these modern inline muzzleloaders used for more than just their hunting season, and a match like this is a great way to kind of see what's going on and, and, and maybe try it out. This is a pretty structured match. They're using the NRA classification rules. If you're a beginner shooter or unclassified with this, you're gonna start as an expert at the minimum level, but don't be intimidated by this at all. This is just so that if you are a new shooter, you're not competing with the top dogs of the region. So you still have a chance to place in your classification and still have fun. So if you're, if you're not gonna be shooting a 150 and 5X and you're gonna be shooting, you know, a 99, 100, 102. You're gonna be competing with other people that are in that same classification. Smokeless is allowed for this competition, but you're gonna be competing in your own class. If you wanna learn more, we'll have the contact information for Barry Brakebill and John Mankin, two really super nice guys. You're not gonna find many people friendlier than these two um, in the muzzleloading space. They're super nice. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to them and uh, they manage and host this match. And they'll be able to help answer any questions that you might have. In history news, the Chattanooga Conservancy has discovered a swamped dugout canoe in the Chattanooga River. In coordination with the South Carolina Institute of Archaeology and Anthropology and the Forest Service, the Conservancy started the process this week of bringing this dugout canoe out of the water and began to preserve it. An incredible group of volunteers rallied together on short notice to carry the cradle through the difficult terrain and across the river, where they then unpinned the canoe and secured it to the cradle. If weather allows, they hope to complete part two of the expedition, bringing the canoe out of the river water sometime next week. This is really exciting. They think that this canoe could be possibly of Native American origin and is the actually the second dugout canoe they found in this river, first one being in 2004. You wanna follow the Chattanooga Conservancy Facebook page for more information and as updates come out, we'll be sure to report on them as well. Finding original pieces like this or quite possibly original pieces like this is really exciting and uh, you know, bringing this piece of history from the bottom of a river up and out and preserving it for future generations is really exciting. On July 10th and 11th, Bergara launched their first Bergara Experience event in a little over two years. This is similar to Bergara's long shot tour that they took out west where they have a bunch of their new rifles uh, out for test. It's kind of a media event where people can hang out and see the rifles in action, talk to the CVA and the Bergara reps. What I'm really hoping for to see out of this is some more on the Paramount HDR. Much like most of the muzzleloaders announced this year, we're still waiting for these to hit store shelves and hit shooter and hunter hands as we prepare for the season. In that kind of uh, announcement timeline news, muzzleloaders.com shared a couple videos this week where they were showcasing the Acura LRX from CVA and Bergara. And in the comments section, they were asked when these rifles would be available, and they are hoping to have their first shipment of the Acura LRX and MRX in August. So it's about mid-July right now. We're waiting now about half a month to see if that can come through. Um, we haven't heard any word on the HTR though, though most of the major retailers do have it available for pre-order. So if you're looking to pick one of these up, really any of the new muzzleloaders of 2021, you can pre-order them and they'll be shipped to your door as soon as they get them. I know muzzleloaders around the country, I think are, are kind of nervous now that we're getting so close to hunting season which is understandable. I know the retailers and the manufacturers are working as hard as they can to get these into people's hands. Um, just 
if you try to do anything, produce or make anything, even add on to your house or remodel a kitchen or something, it's been kind of crazy and, um, and they're not immune to that either. So we'll update you with information as we hear it on when these new rifles will be released as well as anything else related to muzzleloading news here at ilovemuzzleloading.com. If you'd enjoy this, please visit ilovemuzzleloading.com. We'll have more pictures and images that you can check out and some more writing about the muzzleloading news of the week. If you haven't already, I really encourage you to check out the I Love Muzzleloading podcast. We're reaching out and interviewing a ton of people in the muzzleloading space from traditional craftspeople all the way up to the competitive shooters trying to take their muzzleloaders out to a mile. So uh, we try to cover just about any topic related to muzzleloading and talk to people enthusiastic about it just to hear about what they think in muzzleloading, where it's going, and, and what they enjoy about it. Our latest episode is with Paul from the Orion Foundation, and he's doing some really great stuff with the youth in his area down there in Texas to get them involved in muzzleloading in the outdoors so that they can grow up and keep passing all of this on to the next generation, which is really crucial to the muzzleloading community. And uh, it's something that we hear about a lot. Paul is taking this into, him, into his own hands and really doing a great job with it. This interview is just about an hour long. We also have an interview out with Frank House, kind of the legendary contemporary long rifle builder. Both of these are about an hour long and uh, really comprehensive conversations that uh, I really encourage you to check out. Once again, I'm Ethan. I love muzzleloading. Thank you so much for watching. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.